Welcome everyone to 100 Podcast. I'm Reza V, joined here by Itai Shechter. This episode is 48. We're going to dive deep into marketing story and strategy. How are you, Itai? Good. How are you? Doing well. I'm excited so for we, this topic. We spoke for uh, an hour now, so you're asking an hour, uh, am I? <laughs> That's right. That's right. We did, we did speak uh, about a variety of stuff. Um, and today we're going to talk about story yeah. and strategy. Let's dive into story. I think it's, uh, it's the most overlooked part of marketing. Everybody wants to do tactic and post and hashtag, and nobody really pays attention to the underlying story. Yeah, I think we touched on it the previous episode when, you know, friends and people come with you with specific marketing tactic question before they have their story figured out, before they have their go-to-market figured out, before they have their marketing strategy figured out. Uh, but the story could really help with all of those. And if you have a good story, um, it, it helps. It's helped with the marketing strategy. It's helped with the messaging, the creative, mm -hmm. you know, the, the right type of media that you want to use. Uh, and uh, at you know, uh, meet your audience there. Uh, but the first thing uh, about marketing story, when you talk about it with a non-marketer, is first to realize we're not talking about the history of your business or who founded the company in what year. That's not like the, the story. Uh, it could be a part of the story, by the way, depending on, on where you are going with it. Uh, but when we say marketing story or your business story, we really mean what is the narrative that your business is trying to say and not, you know, actual facts and history, even though the story should be based on facts and not lies. This is not what I'm saying, um, but it's more like the narrative that you want your business to be associated with. And, and the other thing is the whole, uh, I have a question. Do you think all marketing stories, all brand stories have the hero support character type of thing? Or do we have stories outside of that narrative? We have many stories outside of this narrative. There is no necessarily a classic uh, format. Um, uh, we spoke earlier about, uh, you know, outlet. Mm -hmm. Outlet could also be a, a narrative, a story, a strategy that you use. Uh, that don't require you to do all of the fancy storytelling that a company, let's say, like Airbnb does. It's mm. something completely different, right? But it's a, it's a strategy. It's part of a story. It's part yeah. of the business decision. It's based on your product, your market, your target audience, your skills. It's based on a lot of things, but it's a conscious decision. Um, and then, you know, you derive from it all of the messaging in, in your advertising, in your marketing. Um, so, you know, the story does necessarily have to be a fancy you know story and uh, tesla is a great example of a fancy story but it's a, an awesome awesome company with so much to say and tell uh, that they can really uh, have a beautiful story like that but not every business is a tesla airbnb facebook you know so um, it shouldn't scare people away to to think yeah. about their story because it could be something pretty simple and basic really but you yeah. just have to make sure that you are aware of it. Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know whether to tell you this now or later, but I know you are picky on the mic. Um, do you yeah. want to adjust your mic? No. Your mic is not coming. The voice is not coming that great. How about now? It's, no, no, it's too, too high. That's the problem. It's like, okay. it's what do you need strange. me to be here? Bring it down. No, no, no. Go on the settings and bring it down. Okay. Because I was going to halfway through, I was like, Ita is going to. Not like We're not recording this again. We'll just cut mm -hmm. it out. 
Yes, yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> tell, I'm gonna tell Nick to just cut it. Nick, okay. if you're watching this, cut yeah. It. Okay, my input volume is pretty low, by the way. So it's, it's low. Interesting. interesting. I'll try to lower it a bit more. It, it, this is the lowest it goes, I think. How about now? Is it better? Uh, not really. No. Wait. I feel like you you dropped your mic somewhere, probably. I don't know. Because it, it used to sound better. How it sounds now? Not bad. Okay. Is it good? It's better. It's not that great, but it's better. This is, I think, the lowest it would go. Okay. Keep it at that. Yeah, it wouldn't go any lower. No, that's good. Then. Is it is it faced right? Is it is it supposed to be the other way or no? Make sure that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay, keep it at that. Um, uh, let me see where I'm gonna start with. You said about Tesla and story. Um. Yeah. What? Do you have the timeline so you can tell Nick where to cut? Uh, I don't, but okay. I'll tell him to look for it. Um, okay, it's relatively in the beginning, like five minutes in. I'll put a thing inside <laughs> so you can find it. Find okay. this. <laughs> okay, um, let me see where I'm going to start again with the story. Three, two, one. Okay, but the story that you're mentioning, isn't it the case that all of them have the customer as hero and then the brand as the support? Like, isn't that the formula that, that even in the, in the outlet, doesn't that apply? Mm, give me an example because I'm not sure I am. Okay, so, so no matter what you use, Airbnb, Nike, Apple, whatever, the narrative, the structure is that the brand is not the hero. The customer is the hero. The brand is there to assist them. With Nike, you want to become the uh, you know athletic. Nike is there to support you like a coach. Um, so if you, if, you, um, if you are the superhero, then the brand is the support character. Isn't, is that, does that apply everywhere? Because I know it applies most places. I just don't know if it applies everywhere. You know, it's, it's a good strategy always to focus not on yourself, but on your customers or, you know, the business partner you want to work with or what value you can bring. So it's no wonder that most of them do that. Uh, but I don't think that's, you know, a, a rule. I don't think it's black and white. I think you can find some examples up there uh, of even familiar brands who talk about themselves and, and it's working for them. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't and, think... And, and yeah. the, the, classic, the classic story that comes to my mind, which is the Disney story in a way, um, is that there is a hero in the story, the hero sees a challenge and then it gets challenged and then overcomes that challenge. And then there is the old character and then there's a new emerging character. And usually what I've seen brands do, um, they have a story on themselves, how they overcome that challenge or that problem. And then, and then they spin it to the customer. Now you are dealing with it. I've done it before. Let me help you do overcome that problem. Um, that's one way of telling a story. Um, okay. Another way is, um, you know, some companies narrative that they have like heritage and they are here for generations and it's passed down the knowledge. That's a common narrative that we see in, in food. Uh, mostly, you know, um, 
a family that started by making uh, cheese or whatnot. And right now they're a huge corporation, but the huge corporation want to mention, you know, the heritage and the, this is the narrative, right? Um, so it really varies. It really depends on where are they going, but that's a conscious uh, decision for them. We want to tell that narrative. And this is why we're focusing on that messaging. This is why we design our product a certain way. This is why uh, we choose to advertise in certain places where certain people are uh, watching. And, and what I like about marketing is that you, you sit down, you, you pour all of these pieces on a piece of paper. That's, that's what, what helped me. And that, that's, uh, I think, what helps our audience. Put all of it on a piece of paper. See what is your story? What are the elements? Sometimes there are elements there that doesn't really drive the narrative. Take them out. There are some of them that is the strength of your narrative. And, and there are times, it doesn't happen all the time, but there are times you can do something in your business to create the, the, the story you want. Like your story is there, but you, you're missing a point. Well, go do something to create that story. For example, you've got all the elements to drive a narrative of an environmentally friendly product. Well, you just have to introduce a, a new raw material that ties into that story and then your story is complete. So I think- yeah. I think it goes hand in hand where you have a story, then it drives your business, then your business drives the story. Yeah, but it has to be genuine and uh, come from true values of you, your business, um, because, you know, otherwise people will pick up on it. Uh, Absolutely. And we gave some example of huge corporations, but, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that uh, it stops there. Um, even smaller businesses can have a, a great use of a story. And, you know, sometimes you, you see those uh, uh, restaurants or cool places where there is a line of people waiting to eat. A lot of the time that because of the story uh, that they were able to tell the narrative of why that thing is so cool and uh, so desirable. So uh, and, the story, and there, are, yeah. there are some common mistakes I've seen. One is people look at other company stories and they want to imitate because they forget their story, your story is unique. Your business story is very unique. It can't be something you copy from, from other businesses. Um, the moment you try to do that, it, it comes across inauthentic and, and fake. Um, and at the same time, copying some other company strategy doesn't really put you in a position to succeed because you're always following their footsteps as opposed to really excel and there are times i've seen a small player try to do what the big player is doing when you play the game of the big players you always lose to them because they have you know, big budget, big company, you've got to get clever. You've got to have a different story, different narrative, carve a new path for yourself to, to, to get ahead of them. It has to be genuine. And uh, yeah, and obviously copying is, is not a good strategy because if you're copying the story, you're probably also copying the marketing strategy and the messaging and the copywriting and, you know, specific things. Uh, that the story is there to help you with creating them yourself. If you have a strong story, it's easier to create those, uh, you know, marketing materials and strategy based on this story. So it actually is a tool that can help you uh, create a lot of that and make your job easier. Nice, nice. Um, what about... Um... Uh, I want I want to give some examples of story. If you if you feel like sharing Vaniver's story, 
by all means, I I can give it a shot on on Ovu. You want to do that, Brian? Okay, so with with Ovu, I feel like the story is uh, people people want to take encounters to become relationships. We we want to take an encounter, professional encounter, and and move it towards relationships. And um, not people are are uh, what do you call it? Um, we meet a lot of people, but but not necessarily have those relationships. I personally want to turn encounters into relationships, and there are often times that I feel like I'm not standing out. I mean, the tools I have is not helping me with with the with the things, and that was the desire to create a product that helps people stand out and cut through the chase and be presentable. I, I hated the fact that we have all these digital presence, all these wonderful things about us shared online. But then the moment I meet somebody new and I'm excited for them to get to know me, it just dies down because I'm, I'm, um, I need to bring myself down to a piece of paper. And that's how OVU was born. And we are expanding on that. I don't know if that caps captures the the story well. It captures some of it, yeah. And yeah. I think uh, Daniel's story is quite similar in a sense because okay. for us, uh, the focus is on creating amazing experiences and making people who are out of reach reachable, mm-hmm. which is kind of again the same in in terms of like the connections yeah. and, and things of that sort. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it nice. makes sense. Nice. And um, let's say, uh, you know, the, the entrepreneur, the business has their story figured out. You have it on, on a piece of paper. You have the elements figured out. What do you do then? Does it, does it go on an about page of a website and that's it? That's your story? Where do you use that story? It can go in a lot of things, but it depends on your strategy. So it's not, you know, disconnected from uh, everything. First of all, yeah, it can go on your about page, but probably if you have an about page, that would be the least visited page on, on your website because most people don't care to go to your about page and read about you. They care about themselves. And when they see their website, they always try to think what's, what I'm going to do with it. Am I going to buy it? Am I going to use it? Am I going to sell it? Am I... So you're about maybe relevant to some of them, but not for most of them. So don't think about, okay, I'm going to put this on an about page and I'm done. Um, it's part of it. Uh, you can do a lot of things with it. You can, you know, your marketing strategy could lean heavily on the story. Uh, you can include element of your story in your creatives, in your ads, in your uh you know, videos, whatever, right? There are a lot of things you can do with it. And I, and I think um, you, you derive different versions out of it. So once your story is established, well, the about page can, can go deeper into it and, and how, how the company was formed. And then on your ads, you, you grab elements from them on your intro of the website at the top of the website, the narrative on the website, um, there are elements from the story that that's get, I think can be used uh, throughout the marketing. And people think you just put a, this is what I've seen, most common mistakes. People think you just put a big story like an article and people read it. No, your no. ad all the way till your website and the call to action you have. Messaging. The entire yeah. thing is the story. The beginning of the story is in the ad, then it's on the landing page. Then yeah. it's just the whole thing is the story. Yeah. And by the way, this is something that, you know, if you are not experienced with, it's okay to get help with. 
I mean, in the end, uh, it will be probably you and your team. And I'm talking, when I say you, I mean the, the founders or, yeah. uh, you know, key people in the business who figure out the story and not like a marketer or something. Yeah. Uh, but there are a lot of people that can, you know, help you crack that and help you find the right angle based on their experience uh, doing uh, this stuff. So it's not necessarily something that you need to figure out by yourself. There are a lot of people that could help you with that. I 100% agree with that. People who have experience in marketing or there's a marketing agency or whatnot, when they come sit down with you, they listen to your story. That's your story. You know it better than anybody else. But then they they, they have a good ear for what what can be um, the narrative or, or what can exactly. stick in the market. And then they pull, pull those elements out. Uh, exactly. Let's move on to the most, second most important S subject, that is strategy. Um, once you figure out your story and your business story, then, then you have to have a strategy in marketing before you post, before you hire a copywriter, before you do video, before you do anything. What is the overall strategy and objective you're, you're trying to achieve? There are many ways to approach it. Uh, Itai, what are, what are some clever ways that you've seen over the past? Because there, there's a lot of cookie cutter stuff you can do. E-commerce does X, Y, Z, and then paid media. What are some clever approaches? First of all, to understand marketing strategy, think about what you do right now if you want to advertise your business, but you don't have a strategy. What do you do? What, how do you even approach it? You start yeah. to like cho choose random things and and what? Like I need an ad. Okay, let's figure out a random copy and a random video and a random picture. And this is not a sustainable way to run ads at scale or to actually, you know, make a strategic decision in the marketing process. So before you get into like the marketing tactics and, you know, it, it could be the, the medias you choose, it could be the creative, the narratives, yeah. again, using the story to a certain degree, yes, no, maybe half and half, um, your target audience, where to, to promote it and whatnot. All of that is based on your marketing strategy. Uh, and the marketing strategy leans on the story, as we mentioned, on where the audience is, um, on where the audience is most likely to take action in the direction that you want as the business and um, a lot of different things that you have to consider so once you have a good clear strategy it's it makes everything easier it makes yeah. it easier to to find out that you can do five six seven different ads and not just one random ad that you work uh, you know your ass off randomly and yeah you know figure something out last episode we talked about this how this is the brain of of marketing this is the most important most expensive most valuable piece of marketing element that that you need to spend time and and, and often when i see a successful business they think about their marketing strategy well before actually launching their 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 product oh, yeah. so yeah it's it's very difficult once you you pick a name and pick a your uh, domain and pick a brand and everything and then you need an agency to now come and do a different strategy for you their hands are tied tied um i i want to give the examples of diapers.com their strategy was number one diapers.com is super easy to remember people will will know what it is moms in us and canada can can follow that 
Um, number two, they had a loss leader product. So their business model was set in a way that their marketing strategy can be successful. So they had a loss leader, uh, 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 cheap diapers online. So people could, could, that could drive traffic. They thought about the SEO. They thought about the hashtags, everything prior to, to actually executing. And then they had other, other uh, products that, that made them profitable in their website. And they were like, if moms come to the website, then they, they will shop more stuff. Um, I said that example because there's a lot of things that goes in there. It's not just about advertisement. It's, it's about your, your strategy drives the business model and then the business model drives the strategy. So it's, it's hand in hand. Yeah, it's, it's also the, the messaging on the product itself, on your website, on your, you know, whatever, right? Uh, not just individual ads. Uh, marketing strategy is not, okay, what do I write in this ad? That's copy. Yeah. It's not yeah. marketing strategy. Yeah. So the, the copy and the other things will be based on this strategy because you, know, you need to know, okay, let's talk about advertisement. Where is this specific ad is going to show up? Where is it going to take me? What's on my website? What's on my digital asset? What's on my social media? what's on my Instagram, Facebook, uh, Telegram, whatever it is. And everything should be under the same strategy in order for you to make sense. Uh, and once everything is under the same strategy, it's actually easier to yeah. make it on all of these different platforms because you have a strategy and it's, yeah. like, it's not like you're shooting in the dark. Yeah. And, and uh, I think um, the, this is the moment where you as the entrepreneur who understand the business is in the in the best position to to um to actually you know you you understand the business very well if you if you bring a marketing person then you need to together work to work together so they understand the business and they understand marketing what is needed for this stage for the strategy is a somebody who understand the business very well uh the logistics the the players the industry all that B, somebody who understands the outside of your business, all the stuff that's happening with marketing. Either one person understands both, which is you, or if you don't know marketing, you need somebody who understands the outside part. So their understanding of what's happening with SEO, what's happening with YouTube ads, LinkedIn ads, Facebook, um, you know, what are the organic uh, places, where are the attention, what are the strategies of hashtag or what's new TikTok them knowing the outside world of the media will help Helps you, you yeah. shape a strategy that's feasible in 2002 clicks on on uh, on google was two cents per click today is five bucks a click or 10 bucks a click well your strategy has to change you can't do seo strategy only um and, and, and you can't, as a business, do everything. You can't do a bit of SEO, a bit of Facebook, a bit of Instagram, a bit of this. All of a sudden, you're doing everything but nothing. Yeah, and as we said, I think, in the previous episode, for small to mid-sized businesses, usually it's a good idea to take a, a marketing agency, a good marketing agency, yes. because there are a lot of bad marketing agencies out there. So you need to make sure that they actually know what they are talking about uh, before you hire them. Uh, but if you do hire them, they have a lot of exposure to the markets, uh, to different things, to trends, to uh, TikTok and, and stuff you might not know about so much, uh, but could be super relevant to your business. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, and they could definitely, definitely help with marketing strategies. Someone who is not a marketer cannot build out a marketing strategy. You need a marketer for it. Yes. Um, and, you know, if they are in-house in the business, that's fine. Uh, but usually if you have to make a hiring decision, whether to hire a marketer or an agency, uh, and you are a, a small to mid-sized uh, business or startup, um, coming from the agency space, I would say that 100% hiring an agency is, is probably better in 90% mm -hmm. of cases mm -hmm. because it, they have yeah. all of the knowledge under the same roof. They have experience with other clients, with trends. They do this all day. Yeah. And whether you get a marketer, one marketer to your small to mid-sized business, they don't have all of these resources and they have to hire for every single uh, marketing thing. They have to hire a specific person. Mm. Uh, an agency have all of these people under the same roof and definitely could help with the marketing strategy as well. Yeah. And, and I want to, I want to note some, some stuff just to clarify. Number one strategy can't be, we're going to do SEO. That's not a strategy. No, that's just a, that's just a platform you chose. Okay. Our strategy is to do, you know, Facebook ads and let's do it. No, it has to be detailed. And, and I would, I would, why hide are it. you doing Facebook ads and why, how, what is the customer acquisition goal? How, what should what is be? the messaging going to be? It's part of the strategy. Exactly. What's the messaging? What should be the customer acquisition goal to achieve the goals you have? All this stuff, right? And I, I highly recommend you hypothesizing the goal or the, the, the metrics you want to achieve and then have the column beside it an actual thing that you guys achieve because the strategy is ongoing. It's not one of those things that you do it once and, and just execute on it. You need a team that helps you with the strategy, with the story. Once it's done, they execute on it or, or you guys together execute on it. And then you come back two months, one month, three months from then and see, did it work? Did it not work? And then you tweak it and you change it. And it's a, it's a cycle that keeps happening. Absolutely. Marketing strategy and, and also the narrative, by the way, less so, but those are things you can change. Uh, the, those are not things that you get for life. Uh, those are things you can ad adapt to the market, adjust, uh, especially marketing strategy. By the way, you're choosing a marketing strategy that within it, you can do A-B testing. You can test a bunch of different stuff. Usually it will be based on the same marketing strategy, but there are also cases where, you know what, this strategy doesn't work. We need to test a completely different marketing strategy. Completely different audience, completely different medias, completely different messaging. Um, so, you know, like anything in marketing, we can test, we can see results, yeah. we can adapt, uh, especially digital marketing. Uh, there was a saying somewhere I read that uh, with marketing, 50% of the time it doesn't work, 50% it does work. And, and the whole message was say that 90% uh, it doesn't work, 10% yeah. it works, unless you, you make the necessary changes. But, but the idea was that as a marketer, you have to keep testing. So even the best of the best of the people, um, they are they are always testing new things. So they they may not uh, be able to do a great job the first try. They have you have to give them time to to do two three tries before they actually get the result. Absolutely, and yeah, this is part of marketing. Uh, you know, even if you have your narrative nailed down and your marketing strategy nailed down, yes. and you come out and you start testing it in the real world, and it doesn't yes. work. 
it's okay. No big deal. Exactly. That's part of marketing. Marketing is testing, trying exactly. different things. Exactly. And you'll have a lot of things you can test before you make a decision. Okay, this strategy is not working. Um, but yeah. Um, um, the other thing off. I want to touch base on is, in my opinion, there is the marketing strategy that is already tested and tried and, and it has a, it has a, what do you call it? A rule of thumb. So, um, you know, you're an e-commerce company and you run some ads and we've done ads for, let's say I'm an agency. I've done ads for other companies similar to yours. Typically you get, you know, uh, whatever you spend, between two times more or three times more revenue will come in. If you if we do a messaging and A-B test, we might be able to optimize it. So that, that is more of a, it, it's been done, everybody's doing it. Um, we can't really go wrong too much on that. Then there's the clever marketing where if, if in my opinion, if you do exactly what everybody else is doing, you're going to get the result everybody else is getting. So if you want it in the, in the best case, in the best case, if you want to really stand out, if you want to really own the market, you have to go beyond that. You have to do stuff that other people are not doing. Get clever. That's when the marketing strategy becomes more important than ever. That's when you're paying for a brain. Either you are coming up with it or somebody else. And, and it has to be very unique. And I think the risk factor goes higher because that those type of strategies might pay off immensely or it may be a waste of money. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, the, the key takeaway is, you know, have a strategy when you start marketing. Before that, don't even... I mean, it's always better it's to guessing. have a strategy. It's guesswork. And yeah. even with a strategy is start with guessing. So you know what? You can make your life way easier uh, if you do have a good strategy in place. And, um, you know, not just more, not just easier. You can make your campaign more profitable yeah. for sure and more, you know, feasible. Yeah. Uh, so absolutely have that nailed down before you set out to write random ads. And, and I want to finish it up with if you if you're stuck, if you are not having any strategy, any any um, story written down and you're just, you know, running different things and posts and whatnot and you're not getting the answer you want, start small, put a little strategy, uh, get in the habit of here's my story, a half a page and here's the strategy I want to go for it. And then a week later, execute on it and then bring back the result underneath. That will get you started. But at some point, you need a professional help on, on strategy and story yeah. laid down. And, and other, otherwise, you, you are just on a hamster wheel. As, as we said, uh, marketing strategy, probably a marketer can pull that off. If you're not a marketer, then get a marketer to, to nail it down. Yeah, 100% agree. Well, this is episode 48 of 100 Podcasts. I'm Reza V, was joined by Itai Schechter. Thank you, Itai, and see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.